Hello, I'm Judge Judy. When I'm not doling out judge entertainment to the ignorant masses, I listen to Into Your Head. I'm Joanne O'Carroll, and when I'm not busy talking Irish at my big fancy job, I listen to Into Your Head. From downstairs. He's very loud. Hey everybody, this is Jerry in Southern California. I get out of bed and listen to Into Your Head. I'm Professor Stephen Hawking. I've learned everything I know from Into Your Head, except when it's about me. I kind of know that stuff already by default. And so can you. Just continue listening for details. You join me at the tremendously exciting moments. It's Into Your Head, number 575 for Friday. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Uh, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of... Oh, topics coming out of my mouth. Uh, my mouth. Uh, well, my mouth is the estuary from which they come. Uh, they don't originate from my mouth. Uh, they merely traverse, uh, travel through my mouth uh, on the way out. Although, admittedly, the mouth is an important part of it. You couldn't just uh, bypass the estuary and have them come out through a hole in my cheek. Uh, wouldn't work, or would it? Maybe it would, I suppose, as long as the tongue is involved. Uh, the words can be formed, or the audio versions of the words, I suppose. Uh, but don't be fooled, there's more to words than uh, what happened to them in your mouth. Uh, they come from somewhere else other than that first. Uh, they come from your very soul. Your very soul! Uh, soul. Uh, you're the sole proprietor of these words, remember, even if they're words that other people have used before. Uh, you made them in your own head. Uh, you formed them. You made them, those words what they are today. Uh, without you, they'd be nothing. Those words would be nothing. They'd be lying on the streets, uh, un- unwanted, sitting there. Oh, sitting there with their pet dog, uh, trying to catch a stray cat to adopt as a pet. Uh, of course the cat won't. A cat won't be stupid enough to uh, befriend them. Uh, no, no, so they get a dog instead. Uh, everybody who's homeless gets a dog. A dog. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, dogs are one of the finest uh, human beings known to man. I prefer cats, though. I much prefer cats. I no longer have dogs. Uh, I did have a dog at one point. Uh, the dog. Uh, but no, now it's just cats. It's cats all the way for me. Uh, cats from here to the other end of the house. I've just spent the last ten minutes trying to get Bowsy the second out of the studio. Uh, he decided to go outside the window onto the little roof that's outside my window and he wouldn't come in and I couldn't just lock him out. You can't just lock a cat out on a roof because uh, people will look at you, especially if it's on the front of your house. People will say, look, they've locked their cat out on their roof. A cat is too moronic to get down from a roof of their own accord, they'll think, because they're morons. Uh, so no, you have to get the cat in, in and out through the studio door and then close it, which I finally done, so we can finally get going with today's show. Hello. Into your head. Once upon a time, there was a dog. A dog called... uh, It was just called Dog. It didn't have a name. Uh, You don't get a name until you get adopted. And this dog was sure as hell not adopted. Uh, No, no, he was roaming the streets like a loser. Uh, Well, not just like a loser. He was a loser. Any dog who can't get itself a home is a loser. You're a loser, dog. A dog, the people would say to him, they'd say, you're a dog. You're a loser. You're a fucking loser. And I'm a person who's standing in the street mocking 
fucking a dog. So I suppose that makes me uh, a bit of a loser too. Uh, I'm too stupid to recognise it, so I don't call myself a loser. Even if I was intelligent enough to recognise it, I'd probably then uh, not say it out loud. I'm not going to just mock myself in the street, because that doesn't help me in any way. Uh, it provides entertainment for other people, that unless they're prepared to tip me for entertaining them, uh, then there's no benefit to me from mocking myself in the street. Uh, unless it entertains me, of course, in which case that probably means I'm mentally diseased. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being mentally diseased. Uh, don't be. Uh, don't be making fun of people who are mentally diseased. It's perfectly reasonable. They can't help us. Uh, they can. Well, I suppose they can go to the doctor and get drugs, uh, but they can't. Uh, don't be. Uh, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Anyway, this dog. Uh, once upon a time, there was a dog. Uh, his name. He didn't have a name, so he was just called Dog. Uh, if if during this story we progress progress to a point where there's more than one dog, we may have to allocate him a name. Uh, but still, he'll still be known as the dog who had no name. Uh, but his name was uh, let's say Bowsy the Third. Uh, if we need to, if we need to, we'll call him Bowsy the Third. Uh, I have a Bowsy the Second, and I have a Bowsy the Zero who used to be just called Bowsy. He's a bear. Uh, I used to have a Bowsy the First, a cat. Uh, but we can have a fictional Bowsy the Third who's a dog for now as a temporary emergency name which we'll resort to if need be. But for now, let's just call him Dog. Uh, dog was roaming the streets. He was roaming the streets day and night uh, looking for sandwiches, uh, looking for bits of bread and bits of tomato and bits of cheese that he could put together as a, a deconstructed sandwich because a dog doesn't have opposable thumbs. It can't just make itself a, a sandwich even if it manages to find all the ingredients. But the new thing that you see on MasterChef and everywhere now is their deconstructed dish. They'll say, oh, we're going to have a we're going to have a deconstructed lasagna where you get a pile of cheese and a pile of tomato and a pile of crust all separated out and you eat them with a spoon. And it's called deconstructed. Uh, it started when people started making mistakes during their cooking. They'd say, oh, I've made a de- I've made a, a fruitcake here, but it's broken, so I'll call it a deconstructed fruitcake. For now, no, it's becoming... It's becoming an intentional thing now. They intention, they intentionally make uh, deconstructed crap. Uh, although some of it's very nice. My my wife made a deconstructed. Uh, some saw her Mexican dish a few weeks ago uh, had oh had Doritos and cheese and I forget what else mince or something it was extremely nice it was a deconstructed version of something that she learned how to cook in America as an au pair uh, my wife you probably don't realise this uh, my wife was an au pair in America for a year many years ago in fact if you're living in America now there's a good chance that my wife was your au pair and that she made you what you are today oh Christ uh, well, please keep it quiet because she's a, a reputable member of the community now. She doesn't need her ex uh, ex customers' children coming along and revealing what they are today to people who uh, respect her uh, for what she does today. Uh, so, no, have a little bit of a uh, little bit of discretion there. Uh, she worked in uh, Washington D.C., so there's a good chance that the current uh, oh, the current what's his face Barack Obama. 
Obama, uh, the president, had a, uh, was brought, was uh, in some way looked after by my wife. Although now that I think about it, she is quite young, so it's probably not the case. Uh, but who am I to make assumptions about that? I haven't asked her for a client list. Uh, no, no. Uh, those things are kept confidential. You don't go uh, telling people who all your clients were. No, no. Abs- absolutely no way you go around doing that. Uh, anyway, Doug. Uh, Doug was roaming the streets. How did I get from that onto Barack Obama, I wonder? Uh, maybe I'll go back and listen now. I'll go take the, take the opportunity to go for a piss break. As I say, uh, once upon a time there was a dog called Dog, uh, referred to as Dog, rather, not called Dog. Although I suppose if you're referring to something as Dog, you're calling it Dog. That's pretty much the same thing. Could there be a difference where you refer to something as, I suppose if you refer to it when it's not there as Dog and then you call it something else to its face, that's that's what you might use that for. But it's probably a better way of expressing that situation rather than just saying, oh, I refer to him as Dog but I call them something else, whatever it is. Uh, no, no. Uh, well, let's not get bogged down in uh, issues of the English language here. There are plenty of other podcasts that do that. If you want a podcast about all this stuff, I'm pretty sure that there's podcasts about uh, the English language and problems with it. Uh, but if, if, if a language is so flawed that you have to have podcasts dealing with the pr- inherent problems in using it to discuss a dog, uh, then I would say that that language is of no use. It's fatally flawed. We should stop using English immediately. Immediately, and now uh, I know what you're thinking. There, you're thinking he's experiments with not using the English language has just failed. Well, you're right about that. I'm not. I'm not too proud to admit a failure, but at least I tried it. I tried for a moment not using the English language, and it didn't work out. Uh, possibly because I don't know any other languages, and neither do you. Uh, if you do, we probably don't have them in common. I know a bit of Irish, for example, but you probably don't. Cain for knock will gale get a gush. Cain, August Cain for go will on gorilla douse lesson cat moshe do holy. Tell me that uh, you can't, can you? No. Uh, so no. Let's just stick to uh, stick to the flawed English language for now. Uh, once upon a time, there was a dog. Uh, he was roaming the streets, gathering things for a oh for a deconstructed cheese sandwich. Uh, he'd found already three types of cheese. Uh, he'd found some lettuce but it was a bit off uh, due to having been sitting on the road for a while. Uh, so he thought maybe I'll have that, maybe I don't, won't. I'll keep it in reserve and then sure if I decide I don't need it I find some fresher stuff. I'll leave it back on the ground for another uh, less fortunate dog than me to eat. Uh, it's probably having a deconstructed sandwich filler uh, with no bread at all. Poor bastard. You see, this whole being uh, being poor thing, being having bad luck, it's all relative. Uh, if you've been bombed, if you've had a big nuclear bomb, an unexploded bomb fall on your head from the sky and bash your head in uh, but not explode, uh, you're still luckier than the person who had the bomb fall on his head and it exploded. 
it. Uh, you got out of an explosion there. You just got a dent on your head, so it's all relative. Uh, that's the way. That's the way to look at it anyway. Even if it's not true, you have to have a positive attitude to these things. As Brian Jude will tell you, he'll tell you. Oh, uh, Brian Jude is a fella who uh, long-term listeners will know as a. Uh, well, will they or won't? I don't know. He used to advertise on this show when we started our advertising program. Uh, so you have have heard him describe his work at least a hundred times if you're a regular listener. So you should know what a Brian Jude is. Uh, I wonder. Uh, that would be an interesting experiment to do a survey whereby I survey the current listeners and see what proportion of them know what a Brian Jude is. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, if you go back and listen to any of the shows between uh, about 416 and 516, you'll be able to hear Brian Jude explaining uh, in no uncertain terms during the uh, during the first commercial breaks of this show ever uh, what a Brian Jude is and what it can do for you. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Anyway, on with the show. So as I was saying, uh, this dog was going round roaming the streets, uh, gathering up bits for a deconstructed sandwich, or maybe for a, an undeco... Can you make an undeconstructed sandwich now uh, where you get all the... I suppose that's what it is. If you gather up the ingredients, the second-hand ingredients from leftovers and you form them into a sandwich, that's an undeconstructed sandwich. Although if they're from different sandwiches, uh, I suppose, no, you're not reconstructing the sandwich. Uh, you're... Uh, I don't know, so I'll get bugged down in that. Anyway, uh, the, the dog happens to overhear a man say, uh, talking to someone and uh, saying, Oh, uh, excuse me a moment, I need to go see a man about a dog. And the dog, uh, never a fella to turn down a business opportunity or a chance to get himself out of his this rut. Because uh, despite being a loser, uh, he's quite a, uh, determined to get out of being a loser. Uh, so he goes up to the man and he said, Ah, Hello, I heard, uh, excuse me overhearing, but uh, you are talking at 8,000 decibels, so I think it's understandable. Uh, I heard you say you needed to see a man about a dog. Have you ever considered cutting out the middleman? Because uh, I'm a dog, you could just see me. Uh, do you want to see me? And the man says, uh, what do you mean see you? I'm not a frigging uh, pervert, why would I want to see you? And the dog says, uh, well, you want to see a man about a dog, uh, why don't you just come to me or is there, a, is there a particular dog you have to see him about can you not just uh, if you need a dog on your man and the man says uh, well if you're a man you can't be my dog I'm not gay I don't want a man dog I want a dog dog uh, uh, preferably male uh, but I certainly don't want a man as my dog uh, that would be uh, maybe just because you pass me talking in the street saying I want to see a man about a dog that doesn't necessarily mean automatically uh that's a, uh, well, you know, you know yourself. Uh, anyway, I'm interested to, to, to see what your response is going to be uh, to this. Because uh, now that I think about it, you seem quite an unusual dog. You're able to hold up a reasonably intelligent, uh, al although admit, albeit flawed, conversation with me. Uh, so what's your response to this going to be? And the dog says, uh, my response to this is going to be, uh, oh, look, there's an email. Your Amazon.co.uk order has shipped. 
shipped. Uh, today, Carstone Technology Company Limited shipped items in your order, placed uh, blah blah blah. Uh, universal desktop adjustable mount holder stand cradle for iPad 3, uh, Samsung Galaxy, Moho Zoom tablet, etc. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, the dog says, if you would like to help out this fine show that now comes out like clockwork at midnight every Monday, Wednesday and Friday morning, uh, just uh, do all your shopping through my links. Go to intoyourhead.com. Every time you're going to buy anything on Amazon UK or Amazon.com or Amazon Canada, and let me know if you want me to add any other Amazons, incidentally, uh, just go through my links to Amazon, then search whatever it is you're going to buy, and buy it as normal, and into your head, get some money out of that, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, anyway, my response to this uh, man uh, that you're so fascinated uh, about is going to be nothing, because uh, I don't respond well to pressure. You're putting me under pressure now, you're making me self-conscious about what my response is going to be. Uh, so my response is going to be to collapse in a heap here. Uh, except that's not, because uh, I'm expecting that, so I plan for this. Uh, it's like when you have a stutter, uh, but you get learn to live with it by being aware of it, and you manage to control it. I've seen documentaries about this, the dog says. Uh, so I'm aware that I'm about to collapse in a heap under pressure, so I'm not going to now. Uh, so I think that's quite, that in itself is quite impressive for a dog, wouldn't you say? And the man would say, I suppose I would say that, yes. Although a dog who has worries uh, to the level where he can uh, be about to collapse in a heap is not really a dog who I need as my best friends, uh, frankly. Uh, I have enough people in my life who are like that. I don't need any of happy-go-lucky dog. A happy-go-lucky dog. And the dog says, oh, you mean you want a moron for a dog? That's why you want a dog who thinks everything is fine. He goes around, uh, oh, he goes around going, <laughs> smiling his head off all day, except it's not even a real smile. Animals don't smile. Absolutely fucking weird. They don't fall for that. You're better than that man. Uh, you need a dog like me. And the man says, uh, do I? Do I need a dog? I don't need a dog at all. Let's get that straight. Let's, I don't need a dog at all. I may be going to see a man about a dog, but that's because I'm interested in getting a dog. Doesn't mean I need one. I can live just as well without a dog. Uh, I just may choose to get one. Uh, or has it occurred to you to going to see a man about a dog might have nothing to do with dogs at all, has it? Uh, are you familiar? Because unlike dogs, us humans, when we want to say I'm going for a piss, uh, we use euphemisms sometimes because we're out in public and uh, in fine company and we don't want to offend or shock anyone. So sometimes, sometimes you say I'm going to see a man about a dog. Uh, so the... Uh, oh, so the dog says... Oh, there's a text from my wife. It's none of your business. Uh, the dog says, uh, wait a minute, what did the man say? Oh, yes, the dog says, uh, well, as it happens, uh, I do sometimes say I'm going to see a man about a dog, but in this case, I am actually going to see a man about a dog, because uh, uh, otherwise, just, uh, why would I be in this story at all if my uh, what you heard overheard me saying has nothing to do with dogs at all? Uh, that would be fucking, fucking ridiculous. And the dog says, uh, I'm getting bored of this now, man. Uh, would you mind moving on so we can uh, move this story on to somewhere else? And the man says, uh, that's the most sensible thing you've said in the last ten minutes, certainly. And the man walks off, and the dog continues to look for sandwich pieces. You can help grow this free podcast. 
Follow Neil on Twitter, Facebook, and Google+. Retweet, like, or share his show announcements to your weird friends every now and then. In keeping with the dog theme of today's show, uh, I'd like to present an encore presentation of my classic poem, Puppy on the Roof. Once upon a slated roof, a tired puppy rested hoof. He sat upon the summit's crest and faced his weary eyes out west. He spied the gasworks, lit and smoky. Gosh, he cried out, be the hokey. Up atop, ah bollocks, I've missed my place. Hold on. Uh, apparently the up key on this keyboard doesn't do what I thought it did. Hold, hold on, don't panic. Uh, where were we? He spied the gasworks, lit and smoky. Gosh, he cried out, be the hokey. Up atop the gasworks chimney sat his second cousin Jimmy. What you up to? he did shout, and cousin Jimmy turned about to find out who was calling him and why he thought his name was Jim. I'm sorry, Jimmy hollered back. You've confused me. My name's Jack. The puppy did apologise. Something had clouded his eyes. So what you up to anyway, to his new acquaintance he did say i'm crapping down this warm gas pipe about to give my ass a wipe any other questions shithead no said puppy then he fled and nothing further twixt him said till the day when both were dead uh do i have another uh, dog poem that would suit this and the opportunity to present you with one of my classic poems uh, i tell you i don't turn down uh but you have to package these poems as part of something else because young people have no interest in culture or, or poetry. Uh, what else have I got? Hold on. Uh, 1851, Ireland, the cat. No. Uh, let no man ponder. No, I wandered lonely as a wasp. No, I've nothing else dog related at the moment. So I suppose we'll go back to the, back to the meat of today's show. There's still more to come on into your head. Hello, my name is Dustin, and I actually have my own show. On Mondays, GMT, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m., I'm on Scooter Forums Radio with Tipper's Top Tracks, where I will play music and say words. Go to IntoYourHead.com slash Dustin to see things and hear things and crap. Good Lord, why would anyone want to do that? upon a time there continued to be a dog uh, roaming the streets uh, picking up uh, picking up materials for a sandwich that he was about to construct a deconstructed sandwich probably uh, but a constructed sandwich no, nonetheless because he's well he's gathering up the pieces admittedly he's not uh, building the Eiffel Tower from scratch so it's not really proper construction but he's building a sandwich nonetheless give him credit for that for Christ's sake give him a bit of encouragement or he'll never get anywhere uh, anyway he turns around the corner and there he sees another man the second man of this story if you're not familiar with the first man of this story you should rewind to the beginning of this show and listen to it properly because uh, we've spent the last few minutes uh, discussing the dog's interaction with the first man but no he meets the second man now and the man says hello uh, I'm the second man how the hell are you and the dog says you look familiar 
familiar. And how do you know you're the second man? Uh, you're not freaking... Uh, how would you know? That's a bit uh, weird that you would know that you're the second man in my adventure today. Oh, my adventure. Uh, what we laughingly call my adventure. It's just me trying to get fed. Uh, trying to feed myself a uh, wolf. And the man says, Okay, I admit it. I'm the other man. Uh, so I was enjoying being part of a story and I didn't want to just... Uh, this is the most interesting thing that's happened to me today. Uh, I just wanted to stay in the story. It's me again, the man who's seeing a man about a dog. Uh, I might take you up on your opportunity, your, your offer to uh, see you about a dog. Uh, see you directly being a dog. And the dog says, uh, well, in order to accept that offer, the offer has to be still open. And the man says, uh, well, in order for an offer not to be still open, it has to have either expired by a built-in date that's in the offer or has to be actively withdrawn is my understanding of the law and the dog says uh, you do realize i'm a dog don't you uh, you're going to you're going to sue a dog in court see how well see how well you get on there uh, anyway uh, if you buy me a sandwich i'll let you see me and the man says uh, you mean you're giving up on your whole uh, sandwich hunting adventure now uh, i'm beginning to think less of you and the dog says well fuck you i just want to get a frigging sandwich uh, like a normal human being stroke dog is that too much to ask and the man says i suppose not come here and i'll bring you for a sandwich and the dog and the man go into the local mcdonald's and instantly the dog gets thrown out and the man says ah, don't worry i'll be out in a minute with your sandwiches and he comes out with a mac chicken something something sandwich and the dog says ah, you have a funny idea of what sandwich is a sandwich is a thing you get in the sandwich shop that's a burger you know those things you get in uh, fast food outlets they're not sandwiches they're burgers would you go way out of that uh, looks delicious though uh, can I eat it and the man says I've no idea I'm about to, I, I thought we'd be about to find out uh, try putting it in your mouth and chewing it uh, so the dog goes ahead and starts chewing it and uh, he says that's an interesting taste uh, I'm used to eating stuff that has pig's lips in it and that sort of thing. Uh, peas for some reason. Uh, but no, this is an interesting taste too. Uh, and the man says, I'm curious, what type of sandwich were you developing anyway? And the dog says, Oh, it was a mix, mix, mix mash of basically stuff that I found. I didn't have a particular menu in mind. Uh, you can't really. Beggars can't be choosers, uh, nor can people who find stuff in the street. Uh, so, it's really. Uh, an on-the-fly sandwich recipe. Uh, the man says, oh, that's fascinating. Absolutely fucking fascinating. You're a fascinating dog, you are. <coughs> and the, the man says, no, the dog says, are you being... Oh, are you being sarcastic? And the man says, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't understand the world or how it works. I'm here talking to a dog who I've just bought a, a sandwich stroke burger for. And now he's asking me something or other that I can't even remember. Uh, what did you ask me? Oh, yes, you asked me, am I being sarcastic? Uh, you fucking cunt. Uh, oh, look at me. I'm a dog and I'm asking people, are you being sarcastic? Uh, get, a, get a grip, dog. And the dog says, 
Uh, well, thank you very much for the sandwich. I think I'll take my leave now. And the man says, you will not. You agree to let me uh, see you if you if I bought you a sandwich. And the dog says, you have been seeing me. And the dog's the man says, no, I mean really see you, if you know what I mean. I want to really see you. Uh, so the man and the dog go into the uh, conveniently located opticians, uh, which is only, oh, it's only eight and a half blocks away. Uh, the conversation on the way to the opticians, I have to say, is a bit stilted. Uh, but there's no, uh, you're allowed to have silences. People are allowed to have silences in conversation, you know. It's perfectly reasonable. You can't be filling every minute of the day with conversation. You can always edit it out anyway. Uh, so they go into the opticians and they do the thing where, ah, they say, uh, hello, do you do a free eye test? And they go, we do indeed. Uh, which of you is getting tested? Well, I'm a dog, uh, so I think you can possibly guess that it's the other fella here who needs to test, unless you uh, you test dogs. And the optician says, uh, well, uh, I don't know, really. we've never tested dogs. I don't know why we wouldn't. Uh, it just doesn't occur to us to do so. Uh, uh, haven't been requested. Do you want the test, dog? And the dog says, no, I do not want the test. Uh, I've got a vet who can do that. And the optician goes, your vet does eye tests. It's fascinating. Uh, did I go to college with your vet by any chance? And the dog says, shut up. Uh, this man needs an eye test. He wants to be able to see me, apparently. He claims he hasn't seen me, uh, despite being sitting in front of me for the last hour. And the man uh, goes ahead and has his eye test. And the eye doctor says, you've got perfect. 2020 vision uh, look over there and the, the vet the, the man looks over there and he sees a dog and the optician says what do you see and he says I see a dog and the optician goes uh, QED and the, the dog passes a 5 euro note into the into the optician's uh, closed hand behind his back and then they leave uh, that's about it that's about the end of the story uh, I don't think anything much else is going to happen there uh uh, the end. Sit, Pippi. Sit. Good cat. Into your head.com. Into your head listeners can now choose a free audiobook and help the show. Just by signing up for a no risk free trial membership with Audible, the popular audiobook service owned by Amazon. Not only do you get a free audiobook, you can also cancel your subscription after the free trial and not pay a penny. And Into Your Head gets a commission. To claim your free audiobook, visit intoyourhead.com slash offers and click on the Audible ad. That's intoyourhead.com slash offers.